0: Hey everybody, welcome back. It's the Rasball Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I am Beaton, joined by the fantasy master Lothario himself, setting his Monday lineups before we get into the 2 o'clock game here. How you doing over there, Gray?
1: Good. I was like, uh...
0: <laughs> I was actually, I was between looking at my lineup and then
1: uh, seeing if, um... My shame tweets got uh, people in my expert leagues to set their lineups. <laughs> I, was doing tw- I, I was multitasking. I was looking at my own lineups and also looking at people in my leagues to see if they had finally switched out Odebel Herrera from <laughs> three months ago. I mean, what a joke, man! Like, why even be in the expert leagues if like it's like you, you're pushing aside people who would actually love to be in those leagues and would compete to the final day. Instead, we got people in those leagues that have literally haven't removed Jason Hayward from their lineup in three months. Like, honestly, like, not only should Jason Hayward not have been drafted (laughs) back in March, (laughs) but that you have him in your lineup He's he's basically a clubhouse leader. Do you have him in your lineup for morale? <laughs> the Cubs, the Cubs don't even think he's on their team anymore. The Cubs are like, yeah, he's a he's a clubhouse guy. <laughs> Jason Hayward's folding laundry, and you have him in your lineup in a fantasy league that's supposedly an expert league. Ah, you're kind of bad at this. I'm sorry, you're not good. You're not good. Uh, anyway, the, the, the thing that really annoys me though, because in, uh, like February, March, the people who I'm talking about right now, they'll be, so, they'll be doing threads of all these great things. Oh, you should be looking for this or, oh no, look for this guy. Or maybe check out this guy's K rate or look at this guy's, um, launch angle. They'll be doing all these things that are supposedly supposed to help people, but they quit their team's in april dude come on get out of here (laughs) get out seriously they should really like if you want to run an expert league the number one thing you should do is be like you know what sorry we got to trim the fat guys like you quit three months ago you shouldn't be in the league anymore Uh sorry you had a chance and you blew it goodbye anyway uh what were you saying beat
0: Oh, I was just gonna say and we're not talking about like the TGFBI or even even the Slam or the Razz Bowl contest. No, those are those are massive contests. It's really hard to track that many people. We're talking about like the the top level of competition here. Supposedly. Um, supposedly, supposedly among the experts. There's yeah. there's literally ten people or what is it? Twelve people now, it's twelve people, it used to be fifteen. It's 12 uh, in,
1: people, it's 12 people in, in a league, this league. and like, and only 8 of them are playing. Right. So, it's really a, it's really bad. Uh, like it's re- like I I feel like past years have been a little bit better, but maybe I just haven't been paying attention. This year is really bad. Like uh Jeff Zimmerman from FanGraphs, he DM'd me and he was like, "You did you see these guys in our league's haven't checked in to make a move since June. They haven't made a mo- they haven't they literally haven't changed their lineup to, they haven't looked at it this is like this is not a matter of even moving their guys in and out of their lineup they haven't looked at the league page since June dude I mean come on man get out of the league like you're not interested in playing just go just goodbye have fun do something else it's ridiculous it actually it, it kind of makes me mad <laughs> Oh, I think we can tell it makes you a little mad. And honestly, the funniest thing is me or Jeff will be the ones that get in trouble for saying something. (laughs) We'll be the ones that'll be like, Oh, you you shouldn't say that. Hey guys. uh, It's not cool to be calling people out. Oh, you guys are losers. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway, as I was saying, okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, one thing to miss a single, like, transaction period throughout uh, the year. It's the another time. thing all to have just happens. ignored it for months. Yeah, uh, all the
1: times. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I honestly wouldn't even say anything. They haven't moved their – they haven't changed their lineup since June. If it was, like, two or three weeks, I wouldn't even say anything. It's two or three months, bro. Like, this is, like – honestly, how are you in an expert league? Like, get rid of them. Take them out. And be like, "Hey guys, sorry, you're not in next year. We're gonna bring in some new faces because you can't manage your team for an entire summer. Goodbye!" Like, come on, it's ridiculous. Anyway, yes. um, let's, let's talk about this week. let's the-
0: talk about some baseball, Gray. Let's <laughs> let's let's move out of the complaining phase of the show. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's the, you know, the, the old Albert commercial. He's not a machine, but he looked like a machine this week. Five home runs. He's just trying to get to that, that number. Great. He's just chasing it down. I believe he's eight shy now um, after getting, you know, some, some time off. He, he hasn't actually been playing every day, but they, uh, you know, they just pitch him against or play him against teams who don't, aren't going anywhere. They can just lob him balls over the middle of the plate. It's, uh, it's nice. It's, it's good for him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know what? Honestly, I kind of want to see him get seven hundred. I'm <laughs> like, I'm an old, I'm an old fashioned. I'm a big softy when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, milestones. <laughs> I love milestones. What what can you say? I uh, yeah. I mean, I think honestly, I, I mean, I'd be uh, well. I was saying actually. Okay, so uh, two things. So I was saying on. Uh, I believe I said on Twitter. Um, <laughs> the other day uh i was saying it uh i was saying it to someone else but i'd love to see like if he gets to like 699 homers at the end of the year i'd love to see him come back in april and just have like a day-to-day contract to try and get <laughs> 700 <laughs> i would love to see that i honestly it would be like you know and then uh uh people because no one everyone's like comments are awful yeah <laughs> You can't you can't get on Twitter about having bad the bad reply guys come out of the woodwork and everyone's like oh no um, no uh, I would I would feel like Albert Pujols that would be disrespecting the game and I don't think he'd ever do that like oh who cares dude <laughs> who cares <laughs> disrespecting the game and oh, come on it's not just not like gonna so You know, like anyone's going (laughs) to remember. I I don't, I had to Google who even got, who even went into the Hall of Fame this year. Anyway, um, and and I am like, you know, crazy Hall of Fame guy. Uh, Anyway, so um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to see like Pujols get the 700. I mean, I wouldn't have thought it was possible two weeks ago, but he's gone on this binge like in the last like, week plus that's you know uh kind of crazy i i I mean i'm i'm not surprised that uh you know pitchers are throwing a meatball so i would throw them a meatball too i'd be like yeah man get the 700 i don't care (laughs) i would totally throw them a meatball so i mean i guess we'll see I have, uh, I actually have holes in one league. Not a good league. <laughs> not a good team. I'm not doing well in that league. Uh, but I do have Pujols. Uh, it's NL only, so at least there's that. Um, and uh, last week I had him in my lineup. It was, it was actually for NL only. It was the first week I had him in my lineup. I think uh, maybe in a in a couple weeks uh, or at least a couple months. I don't know. I I hadn't been playing them, but I actually played him last week, so it was a good week. Um. Anyway, enough about my <laughs> team. Uh. Yeah. I, I think Albert Pujols is probably if you're um if you're looking like on a short schedule day and uh and he's available and it's a daily league and you can pick him up and he's actually playing. I, I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate that batty call for like a flyer, because I think I really do think pitchers might be grooving pitches to get him to 700. So <laughs> It's the only mean, explanation. if you're going to do that, then at least you could benefit from it. So yeah. I, anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. I, I kind of like that. He's going to get to 700. Oh, hopefully.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it would be nice to see. I mean, I, I'm, uh, as much as a anti Cardinals fan as I am, I, I definitely see Albert get there, and I'd like to see him do it this year, just so we don't have to do any nonsense next year with a you know a one month contract that turns into a four month contract because he doesn't hit home run for four months. Um, so yeah, somebody just just keep grooving him some pitches and meaningless games. Let's get him there, and and that way we can be done with this whole thing. Um, the Cardinals are going to win win the uh, division anyway, so that's re- not really going to change anything. Regardless, um, moving from the oldest player in the league, potentially, I don't know if he is. I think he he's got to be right at this point. Yeah. Uh, is Nelson Cruz know, older?
1: Yeah, I was going to say Nelson Cruz might be a little bit older than Pulis, but yeah, they're close in in age. They they. They went to the same high school.
0: Yeah, Nelson Cruz is <laughs> a few months older, I think. But, yeah, so one of the yeah. oldest players. But, yes, let's move on to some some September call-ups. You know, some rookies, some young guys. Some of, rookies, the, uh, some some of the potential guys.
1: youngest players in the game, huh? Yes,
0: absolutely great. Let's make that smooth <laughs> transition right into that. Um, I mean, there's, there's a few big names that we could be looking at. I'm just going to throw, like, the, the top few right out here, and then we can kind of talk about some of the other ones. Um, Josh Jung, you know, we've been kind of, we thought we were going to get him in the spring training and then the injury, but we should probably see him. Corbin Carroll's pretty much uh, one of the, if not the top prospect, one of the top prospects in the game that's not already been called up. It it seems like we should get at least a glimpse of him. Um, Gunnar Henderson, we already saw DL Hall as well. What do you think about these guys? Any other names you kind of want to throw out for people? monitoring their waiver wires in deeper leagues, or maybe if they just need that, that upside shot to maybe get into the money here as we're coming into September, what are you thinking about some of these guys and any other names you want to throw out before we get into some of the guys that have actually gotten the, the call up so far?
1: Well, if you go on to dot uh, youtube.com backslash fantasy, you'll see a video I did with Billy about Gunnar Henderson. So, uh, go and check that out. A uh, smooth uh, little uh, promotional tool used by Gray Albright. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think, you know, but in that video, and now I'm going to say everything I just said to Billy <laughs> so, to make to make it pointless for you to go look at that other video. But anyway, what I said in that video is, I have no idea what Gunnar Henderson. Like, I think, like, I asked a few people. I asked uh, Jeff, um, former po- uh, podcast host, uh, current Baseball America guy. Uh, I asked Itch. I asked a few more people if we were going to see Gunnar Henderson in September. And I got so many conflicting reports. (laughs) It's like, uh, I guess it's like a a toss up. It's basically what I'm hearing here because half of the people I asked said he would be up in September and the other half said no. (laughs) So (laughs) I I don't know. Honestly, I have no clue. I I think what I, I, and everyone was like, he's ready. So that is, you know, I, I think that is the uh, the problem with, um, you know, trying to figure out baseball call-ups uh, versus any other sport. When, I, when a player's ready in baseball, they're not necessarily called up to play the sport, <laughs> which uh, they did not fix with the new CBA. Uh, yeah, so I don't know with Gunnar H- uh, Henderson. I, I think he's ready. Everyone seems to think he's ready. Everyone I talked to was like, he's going to be great. Uh, you know, itch, I believe said he thought he was going to get the Chris Bryan treatment like two weeks in April and then called up. So he didn't think he was going to get called up in September. He didn't think he'd be called up even to start opening day. Uh, Jeff, um, I believe said that he was, uh, he was one of the guys who uh, felt like Gunner would be up in September Uh, because, you know, the Orioles, if they're competing, they want to have him on the playoff roster, which made sense to me as well. Uh, But it just made sense as well. So I don't know. Like, they, either way, and no one knows, obviously. Everyone's just, you know, uh, educated guesses here. So I would stash him. I don't know. I mean, I don't think – I don't know. I mean, honestly, if I had to say in my heart of hearts – I kind of feel like he's not going to get called up because it's the Orioles, but I don't know. I mean, Adelaide Rushman's up, um, which was DL Hall. There was, I mean, they've called guys up. They've not called guys up. I don't know. I, I think, I honestly don't think he's getting called up, but he's worth, you know, we're, and I'm only talking about him this long on whether or not he get called up because if he's called up, he's worth, Grabbing in every single league, like as shallow as a 10-team mixed league if he gets called up. He's got power, speed, great contact, hits the ball so hard. Um, basically, like Bobby Witt Jr. Like Bobby Witt Jr. Uh, probably with better contact. <laughs> so we're talking about a guy who could be a top 25, top 30 guy overall as soon as next year, like he's going to be really good. Uh, okay. So then uh, Josh Jong, I think is the other guy who's got a real potential of getting called up. I think he's probably a better, a better chance of getting called up than uh, Henderson. Uh, obviously not as uh, good um, worth grabbing. Uh, I don't think he's got, he's got, so he's got no speed. He's got good power, though, and he hits for good good contact. So Josh Jung is probably a guy who I would say is worth grabbing in all leagues if he gets called up. He's just not going to be as dynamic as a Gunnar Henderson. Um, And then there's the other guy, Corbin Carroll, who is, uh, you know, also being talked about as potentially getting called up. And he's also totally ready. Again, it's kind of like a matter of when the diamondbacks in this case, the diamondbacks, whether or not they call him up, not whether or not he's ready. So, and he's actually, he's closer to uh Henderson with, um, you know, he's got power and speed and good contact. So Corbin Carroll is like going to be, I think really good as well, but I don't think he gets called up. Like he's actually, I feel like Corbin Carroll is going to be next year. I didn't, but uh just for full disclosure, I didn't ask anyone their opinion on Corbin Carroll. I just personally think he's going to be next year uh, because they just called up Stone Garrett, who we'll talk about uh, briefly in a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I think I think I would go Josh Jung if you're really like, you know, if you need power and like you need a uh, a flyer of a guy who is really likely to be called up. Where Gunnar Henderson's a good flyer, but I don't know if he gets called up. So I don't know. What's your what's your uh, thoughts on the whole thing? Be done.
0: Yeah, I mean I think uh, an important note is, and it started last year, so people people kind of already know this, but September call up isn't like it used to be, where you can call up the entire 40 man roster. I believe it's 28 now, so you really only get a it, couple. It is it
1: is 28. Yeah, so
0: you really only get a, you know a couple extra spots to work with. So that kind of changes the dynamic of what we're used to in September. Uh, I'm with you on 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 Carroll. I just think he probably he may even start the year next year just because of the new um, rookie of the year ruling. um, Where like I mean he's got to be the front runner for rookie of the year next year if he starts up in the majors. Um, And then you know Gunnar Henderson. I, I think I'm with you as well in regards to probably next season um just because he is so young he's 21 they've already called up adley so they have and they, they probably going not bring up hall for the you know for the just to keep him throwing i would guess um so if you're already got the like two of your top prospects up you don't necessarily have to call the third up to appease the fans you can play the the game with with his uh service time a little bit more so i, I think i'm with you in regards to both those guys i think they are clear and ahead of Jung in regards to what they can bring to your team. If they do get the call up, um, Jung is just, I mean, he's a good hitter. He, he hits the ball. Well, um, you know, solid power, not like elite power, but very solid power. Um, and that's just, that's just what you're getting from him. So that's, that, that's what it is. Um, I would say probably deep 12 team and 15 team team leagues for Jung. Anything shallower than that, you probably have something very similar on your way wire.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. And then there's um before we get to the guys who actually were called up, there's Francisco Alvarez, uh who I don't believe is gonna be call, called up. Uh I think he's ready, but I don't think he gets called up. Uh the Mets catcher. Uh the Mets catching prospect. Um and then there's uh Tristan uh uh Casais. Uh am I saying that? I'm probably saying that. Casas, Casas, Tristan Casas, Tristan, Tristan Holmes. Um, (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I don't know what happened with him, to be honest. I, I, he was like a guy who is on my radar in February to like stash uh, in 50, uh, 50 round draft and holds to see if he got called up in June. And then maybe because he struggled, I didn't, he has been like – he's totally been off my radar. I don't know what happened with him. Like he's been gone more or less. Um, and then like uh, Miguel Vargas, another guy who I, I don't think – these are guys who I really don't think we we see or even if we see, I don't think they matter. Like Miguel Vargas needs like – he needs Justin Turner to get injured. Um, Tristan Casas uh, or Casas or – <laughs> Cassius um totally butchering. Sorry, and <laughs> I know you're a big listener. Uh yeah, I uh I don't know if we see him, and if we do, I don't really know if it matters. Uh right, the guys the first guys we mentioned were really the uh the guys, uh Zhang or Henderson. Um and then there's um Soroka who has been around. <laughs> he's been but he's been rehabbing in the minors. For like a decade, uh, yeah. For a while now, right? he's been he's been a while in the uh, minors, and I think he gets I think he gets called up, but I don't think he's gonna matter really. I think he's like a name that people know, but for this year, I don't know. Like I think his uh, his last rehab start was like three and a third with no strikeouts. Like I don't know. I mean, he, he's fine. If you're in an NL-only league, sure, but in a mixed league, you can stream better than what Soroka is going to bring to the table, I think, this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, Soroka is more of a compiler when he's right, you know, good ratios as far as ERA whip, but he's not really a, a K guy. He, he, he When he was on his best, he was an innings guy, kind of in the Alcantara mold, mold not a you know, a 30% K guy. So getting him for a couple of starts here at the end of the season, you know, probably not worth it, especially since they are going to be shorter. They, they just want to get him some game action. I would imagine he's not even used as a starter in the postseason, just a, you know, a long reliever guy if they need him to come in. Uh, he may even be left off the postseason roster, honestly. Just they may not have a need for him um, if he doesn't get enough time back. Yeah, agreed. All right, so we can move on from from the other guys you mentioned. I think Casas is uh, in regards to just like what happened with him. Yeah, he struggles a little bit once he got promoted to AAA this year, and then Boston really didn't like. They went out in the trade and got Hosmer. Well, I guess they had had to take Hosmer, kind of uh, JD. They didn't. They, they got they, Hosmer. They got they got Hosmer thrust on them. Yeah,
1: they were, JD like, didn't get traded so. Like, we're, yeah, Hosmer was like the Major League hot potato. It's like,
0: we don't want him. We don't want him.
1: You got him. The music stopped, man, and you're holding him. You got stuck with him. We're sorry.
0: No takes you back since here. Uh, so, yeah, I think costas just just missed out on his opportunity for this year. Look for him next year, though. I would think he probably gets a look to start the season. But, yes, let's go ahead and get into some of the guys who are already up Gray that didn't need to wait till September. Um, Brett Beatty for the Mets. He's come up, uh, you know, only six games so far, so very limited samples. Uh, in Double A this year, he had 19 home runs, two stolen bases. He hit 312, 406, 544. He only had six games at A before getting called up. Uh, he was hitting fine there as well, though. What are your expectations here? I mean, he's kind of in that in the jungle, maybe a little bit better in regards to the contact and patience at the plate, but really just kind of a, you know, a a power average guy, right?
1: Yeah, no, completely. Actually, I was pretty impressed. I watched, uh, I watch a lot of mats because I like their announcers. Uh, and, uh, I so I saw a bunch of his abouts. He looked really good against lefties, which was impressive. Uh, he looked excellent against righties. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of, uh, i am a fan i i mean i went out and i got him and uh i actually spent most of my fab that i had left i spent on him and uh dustin may who will uh we'll talk about in a second but yeah i i spent a bunch on them i really i i i think that's you know because like we mentioned earlier with jung jung will probably get called up um Henderson, we were saying we don't think so. Like, who else really is there? Go- who else is going to get called up? Like, I don't, you know. Like, I think there's uh, there's going to be limited guys still, you know, showing up. So I went out. And I yeah, I got uh, Brett Beatty for I spent fifty eight dollars out of a thousand. Uh, the next, the runner up only spent 12, so I could have went a lot less, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> but you know, I, I wanted them. Uh, and then in my other league, I, uh, I tried to get Brett Beatty. I spent, uh, 57. I lost out to someone who spent 76 out of a thousand again. Um, so anyway, yeah, I, you know, and then, and then in my quote-unquote expert leagues, someone got him for $15 because only three teams are playing. <laughs> like, oh, crazy. Ah, I mean, people are sitting on $500 and they're not doing anything. Uh, anyway, <laughs> and that's an NL-only NL league too. Anyway, so, um, yeah, I think Brett Beatty is like, like you said, he's kind of like in the uh, Josh Jung mold. I think he's got he's got power. He's got good power really good hit tool like he looks really good I wouldn't be surprised if uh, you know he's the guy like I, I don't know I don't honestly I I, I didn't I don't remember the uh, the timetable on Escobar and um, Guillermo uh, Guillerme, uh Louis Guillerme, uh is supposed to come back at some point I don't think for a while so I think Beatty's there more or less to stay. I think he's worth a flyer in every league. Like, even the shallowest of leagues, I could see grabbing him just to see what happens with, like, um, you know, power and and contact. He's good. I mean, he's he's really talented. Anything can happen in, you know, uh, the final month of the season. Like, he could hit 130 potentially for the rest of the year because, you know— should happen, but he he will be good at some point. He just may not be good in this first call up, but I, I think he I think he could be.
0: Yeah, I think he could be as well. And I think actually, when you get called up in late August, September, it helps your chances of being good. You've had a full season. You're already in your full swing of of playing, so you're you're not like trying to get accustomed to or trying to get into your groove, plus playing at a new level. Like, he's already in his baseball mindset. He's playing baseball. Um, And I think they called him up so they could potentially add him to the playoff roster. That's why you get him in August rather than September. So I I think that there's a definite possibility he sticks in the lineup for the rest of the season. And then, you know, moving forward, obviously, uh, assuming uh, he doesn't struggle. But, again, at the end of the season, you get more kind of junk pitchers. You get long relievers. You get... Uh, You know, call-ups just, just coming up to spread out innings on, on younger arms. So there's a little bit better chance that he uh, succeeds, I think, towards the end of the season than maybe I would feel if he got called up in, like, May. Yeah, agreed. Uh, You mentioned that there may not be another big name. Well, I think the other big name uh, that we haven't discussed has already gotten called up, and that's Stone Garrett uh, for the Diamondbacks at A this year. He went 28 home runs, 15 stolen bases. He hit .275, .332, .568. Uh, he's been up for four games. Gray, I mean, he's looked good so far uh, in his limited appearances as well. I mean, I think this is this is the other guy that we're going after if uh, if he hasn't already been scooped up on your waiver wire. Um, yeah. What do you think about Stone Garrett? He's also uh, 38 years old. So. <laughs> He's only 26. That's that's uh, not let's not make him sound too bad. He's definitely old for AAA, though. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: He was <laughs> he, he was getting called Grandpa on the Triple A field. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like uh, in the in a small sample size situation, anyone could get called up and be good for a little bit you know so he could be good for a month plus uh like it's he's got potential i i think he's like you know i haven't actually i haven't seen him uh, i haven't watched any uh diamondbacks games uh recently thankfully (laughs) yeah there's (laughs) not much there's not much there fun fun a fun team very very fun team um yeah, them and the rangers. Wow. You mean pitches to
0: Albert Pujols. That's yeah. what the that's what Arizona has been doing.
1: Yeah, at least the at least the Diamondbacks has been 500 million dollars like the Rangers. Bad. <laughs> 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 uh yeah, I think Stone Garretts. I mean, every league I would look at Graham Stone Garrett. He seems like the kind of guy who um I mean, he's got power and speed. He could potentially because he is older. Like he's ready to go and could potentially like surprise some people like there's gonna be I think uh, you know like major league pitchers might not yet know how to pitch him. He definitely has holes in his swing though if they figure him out. I mean he's got like a 20 hit tool. He could he could hit 210 in the major leagues um, in a full season but for a month he could surprise people and you know shot, you know hit 300 potentially in a month just by you know pitchers really not knowing how to get him out i i mean it sounds crazy but you know
0: yeah he, and i will say um you know as far as the hit tool goes it does look like he made some kind of change in that 20 from 2019 to 2021 Um, The strikeout numbers have come down significantly since then. The average has been higher. So I do think it looks like there was a change there.
1: Possibly. It could have been possibly the, eighth and ninth time he was facing the same triple a pitchers he he, he could have figured them
0: out (laughs) it was also he switched from the miami organization to arizona so there is there was a change in organization so maybe they figured something out um Mm -hmm. but i will say in regards to some of the like 26 27 year old prospects some of them really got hurt by that missed 2020 year where there was no minor league system because like if he gets called up in 2020 he's 24 he's fine It's two years later now. He's 26. It seems weird. Um, So I'm a little bit interested in Stone Garrett. Like I said, I think there's been a a swing change since he joined Arizona. The numbers look great as far as just power speed goes. So I'm willing to take the shot there. And it seems like he's out there in a lot more leagues than, like, the Brett Beatties and Dustin Mays of the world, even the, like, Shea Legolier who we'll get to. Just because he is a little bit older, he's not a – former top prospect of any kind, really. Um, he was a toolsy guy who needed to learn how to hit, and maybe he learned how to hit, maybe he didn't. Moving over, Gray, let's uh, let's talk about another call-up in Kerry Carpenter. Um, you know, he got called up with the Tigers so far, uh, in, or I guess this year in A, He had 63 games. He was 22 home runs, one stolen base, 304, 359, 646. In AAA, he had 34 games. He had eight home runs, two stolen bases, 331, 420, 644. So very impressive on the average OBP slug numbers at both AA and AAA. Only eight games so far up at the the Tigers. He has two home runs. Uh, You know, the average isn't there yet, but in eight games, that's literally like a hit. So not too bad right now. What are you thinking in regards to Kerry Carpenter? Is he again in that Josh Jung kind of mold that we've been talking about where it's going to be more average power, and it kind of depends on how they pick it up initially.
1: Yeah, no, I, I kind of wonder how the uh, the Tigers are going to play him too because I, I did see that they, they platooned him a bit, which doesn't really make total sense because they don't really have much of a team, so it's like just play him right. kind of. I I don't – yeah, I mean, I I think he's probably – you know, he looks to me like, yeah, he's in that uh, first that corner man sort of mold of like the Josh Jung where he's got power, no real speed could hit. I mean, he did in triple A, like you mentioned, I mean, he hit three thirty one in triple A with really good contact. Like he only struck out twelve point three percent of the time in I mean, triple yeah, A. I mean, yeah, I'm kind Right, yeah, and he walked exactly the same amount. So yeah, I'm kind of interested. I, you know, I'm not breaking the bank for him, but and I think he's at this point he's still like 15 team mixed league, and deeper, but definitely worth watching for sure.
0: Yeah, would you rather have him or, or Brett Beatty, who we we talked about, and kind of both in that same yeah same mold I'm there.
1: A I'm a sucker for Beatty, honestly. I think. I think in the, in the long-term, Beatty easily. In the short-term, it could be Carpenter. I think Beatty's, Beatty's got much more upside. But, you know, like guys come up and struggle all the time. So, Beatty could struggle and Carpenter could hit. So, I don't know. In the short-term, it's kind of a toss-up. Uh, I would go Beatty, though, because the upside's better. And I think long-term, Beatty, no question.
0: Yeah, the upside, the pedigree is definitely better on, on Beatty. So I think I'm with you in regards to one over the other. Um, but if you miss out on Beatty, you could definitely grab Carpenter as the, you know, as your consolation prize. Probably get him for less. and still feel pretty good about rolling him out there and getting probably very similar production, I think, in this short window that we're looking at um, in the rest of the season
1: yeah i bought a uh a, you, you i got you a consolation star i uh i bought you a star uh it's a consolation prize <laughs> hope you enjoy it
0: thanks thanks Greg. i yeah, appreciate you're that you're welcome is it is it does it have the underscore or no it does it does not. no have underscore it no. costs extra no it does it costs extra <laughs> Pain by the character, folks. Pain by yeah. the character. Yeah, um, can't
1: afford it, sorry.
0: <laughs> moving over to a, a another prospect with the call-up. I already kind of talked to, or mentioned him earlier, and that's Shea Um in AAA this year. He had 19 home runs, five stolen bases, 283, 366, 510. So a little bit more speed than the other two, but still not exactly a guy that I'm, I'm counting on grabbing more than maybe one or two stolen bases here at the end of the season for the athletics what do you think about Shea Langoliers and his possibility um i mean do you think he's he's seen everyday playing time the rest of the way yeah yeah for sure uh the a's have
1: no one i mean the a's, a's is, the a's have like the worst team i've ever seen in my life and and i and i've seen the nationals yeah the the a's are bad so I mean, he's probably catching or DHing, and uh, Murphy's probably going to just uh, flip on and off with him. So, yeah, I think uh, everyday playing time, and he's got a good he's got a good bat. I grabbed him actually in a uh, a fifteen team mix league to uh, platoon. I have because uh, I have it's one of the, it's a Yahoo league where they have like um, you can only have a certain number of uh, games played. And I'm low on my games played for catcher, so I'm platooning Langoliers in and out with uh, Cal Riley. Uh, and Langoliers, I think, has done better in the last week. He's, I mm-hmm. mean, but in most leagues, probably not worth grabbing unless you're, like, hurting for catcher. I, you know, it's like he's kind of a needs-based thing. If you need a catcher, then sure, If you don't need the catcher, then don't bother with them. I I think uh, most guys, like I think probably Murphy for the last month is probably going to be better. Yeah. But Langoliers, you know, has upside. So if you want to try it, eh, what, you know, what the heck? Go for it. But yeah, I, I think Langoliers is. You know, it's like Langoliers or Omar Navarro, probably (laughs) Navarro, you know, like (laughs) it's like you can't count on a rookie catcher. But on the other hand, if you have like space for a flyer, sure,
0: why not? Yeah. I mean, Murphy's actually been great this second half. I think he's hitting almost 300. Yeah. He's got seven home runs. I mean, Murphy's been great. See, I imagine Murphy's the catcher on any day that he's just not straight up resting um, because neither Shay Langoliers or Steven vote or whoever else they have to throw a catcher. They're all terrible behind the plate other than, other than uh, Murphy. So uh, probably a DH in, in, in very occasional catcher there, but He'll he'll qualify for he should qualify for catcher next year because it's, it's a position he's going to play the most I would think uh, in most leagues. Uh, we have two more guys here at the back end of the call uh, call up uh, call ups. Jeez, um, Oswaldo Cabrera and Ronson Contreras, who, who's been recalled. Uh, what do you think about these two, Gray? Uh, Cabrera, I I kind of wonder if Cabrera
1: is even going to be around. With the Yankees by like I don't know by next week. I mean maybe because I, I think they they seem to like his defense, but I mean he's gonna hit like one seventy five, maybe two hundred, even like over the course of a, a season. I don't even think he has the contact or like he's just like he's not very good. <laughs> <He's> not, <laughs> I mean he's just not great. Uh, maybe for defense. Uh, I I saw a few people commenting that he had you know his defense was good so I don't know I mean the Yankees are struggling and uh, it's not all Cabrera's fault but he's not helping <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Ronis Contreras I think is uh, I you know what I think I'm I'm staying away from Pirates <laughs> I'm <just laughs> staying away from the whole team I don't want anything to do with them. I don't trust them at all. I don't trust them to develop people. I, you know, I don't know Contreras. I guess if he's a, a good matchup, but I have not looked for Contreras to pick him up anywhere. And I'm in and I'm in some deep NL NO only leagues, and I haven't looked for Contreras anywhere. I haven't I haven't even stopped to consider him. Um, so yeah, I'm not interested at all, really.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. I would be interested in NL only just because I'm interested in anybody in NL only. Um, but yes, I think that's probably the main area you're looking at. He did dominate down in AAA, um, but that's that's kind of what you expect out of a top prospect. Uh, we'll see what it looks like this time around. I mean, he definitely has the stuff to dominate. It just it just kind of depends on if it, whether it's going to line up. I could see him starting against certain teams, though. I could definitely play matchups with him. And uh, just hope for the best if you're just chasing innings and strikeouts. Um, So, yeah, I I think that's where I am on Contreras. And then Cabrera, um, I'm with you. I just don't know where he's going to really slot in and play. And I'm not overly excited about what you're going to get from him when he does get in there. So let's move over to a guy that I am definitely more interested in and went for, I think, more fab than I have left in all of my leagues, and that is Dustin May. He had one start last week. He went five innings, no earned, two walks, nine strikeouts in that five innings versus the Marlins. Um, I mean, he's a priority add here, Gray. is He's probably the best pitcher we're going to see come up uh, at this point in the season, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, completely. <laughs> he was another guy I've uh I bet $157 uh, on him out of a out of a thousand uh, in one league, and I got him. The next highest bid was 130, so I, you know, that's that's nah, that's not bad. Um, I was I was happy to get him. I think, uh, you know, whenever the Dodgers touch, it's like it turns to gold. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, man. I don't know. It's like, it's crazy. Like, everyone else struggles to get back on the field after, like, big surgery. Dodgers have this guy. Like, he pitched last year, and he's already back pitching this year and looking great. Like, he looked – I mean, the Marlins are pretty bad, but he looked (laughs) great against the Marlins on Saturday. So, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I think he's the big – Call-up, like, he's a quote-unquote call-up. He's the big, like, fab pitcher from now until the end of the season. I don't I don't think we're going to see anyone else, like, as good as him. Uh, maybe if you had, uh, maybe if you were in a league where McCullers was available, but, you know, like, last week or something. But, yeah, this is it, I think. Dustin May, I think Dustin May could be as good as we saw him on Saturday too. like there's there was nothing like yes it's the Marlins but everything I saw like I only saw highlights but the highlights I saw I mean he looked like he was back like he looked totally ready to go throwing like 98 looking great like not physical appearance wise cuz he's a little weird he's a weird looking dude but i mean he looked great on the mound so yeah i'm i'm in man i'm, I'm in 110% on Dustin May
0: yeah he does have the uh, carrot carrot head look going uh, a little bit too strong but yes i mean he he looked uh, amazing as a pitcher and i expect that to continue i mean as long as he's healthy he's he's always been great when given an opportunity and uh, I mean, even I take him even over McCullers, if they're both still out there, I think he's better than McCullers. Um, I've never been a McCullers guy, though. So that I'll just uh, preface, preface it with that. Um, another guy who has returned and he's put up good numbers in, in his past. Uh, not Dustin May, May type numbers, but very good numbers. And that's Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, he made his return versus the Angels, went five innings, no earned runs, five strikeouts, three walks. Uh, kind of a a good version of Eduardo. Kind of start a lot of walks, some Ks, get them pulled before something bad happens.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh huh pretty much like Eduardo <laughs> Rodriguez was in, uh, he was in witness protection for a couple months and we, we were like, wait, is that guy still playing baseball? What happened there? Hey, he was like in the Sopranos. Hey, whatever happened with that Eduardo Rodriguez guy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny to me. Uh, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I mean, he's not Dustin May. Like you said, he could be decent though. I think he's like, if nothing else, I think he can like, unlike like a, uh, Aronis Contreras, like Edward Rodriguez can go six to seven innings, a start, uh, throw, you know, 95 to 105 pitches and have decent numbers and like be usable, like versus like, you know, they're not going to be upside. Like there's not gonna be huge upside, but he's usable, which is, you know, that's not a bad thing. I think, uh, I would grab Edward Rodriguez, I think in, in most leagues, uh, in the shallower leagues, probably a streamer still, but yeah, I mean, definitely not not terrible. I, I think people, I think he got a bad rap because he sort of uh, disappeared out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he's good. I think he's fine for most leagues to like, grab and, and run with. He could have a good month of September.
0: Yeah, I mean he's kind of in the in the pre breakout and I guess maybe now post breakout. Uh, Robbie Ray mold, you know, you, you, as long as you pick and choose your matchups, it, it should be fine. Like he, he's going to be a fine starter for you. Um, probably not going to quite the K rate that you're going to get out of a Robbie Ray, but yeah, I mean he should be picked up in almost every league and at least streamed in the right matchups. I would I would think. Um, <laughs> Let's move on to a guy who kind of disappointed to start the season, but maybe turning around great in Ranger Suarez with the Phillies. What do you think about Ranger Suarez? This guy that a lot of people had high hopes for. I mean, the numbers on the season look good. The ERA looks good. The whip does not reflect the where his ERA is. Um, but here in the second half, the, he, he's been very clean. Um, 30 innings pitched, 1.19 ERA in the second half. Uh, he has a 20, almost a 25% K rate. The walks are down. What do you think about Ranger Suarez? Is he just is he the anti um, Joe Musgrave, and he only pitches in the second half? Like is his best pitching in the second half, or we just kind of see him forming into what we thought he might be? You know,
1: it's not not a bad uh, comparison. I think there might be something to that because I was, if you remember, I wrote a sleeper post on him in the uh, preseason. I was all about him. I think I got roped in on his 2021 second half. I think that might have been what happened because his second half last year was so good. I mean, his second half last year was like top, Five starter second halves, and this second half this year is just nearly as good. I mean, like you said, a 1.19 ERA. He's got a, a 0.92 WHIP in the second half. Like he is so good in the second half. The K's aren't necessarily uh, necessarily elite, but they weren't ever even last year. So, yeah, I mean, maybe he is a second-half guy. I don't know. It's, it is bizarre. And I don't really usually buy into the uh, the first-half or second-half guy thing because it's, like, it's so weird. Like, why would you turn it on in the second half? <laughs> like, like, just turn it on in May, dude. <laughs> just do it in May, man. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess it, it appears that he is, like, uh, I mean, he's been really good in the second half like elite type ratios not elite type strikeouts but you know you you can get a you get a middle reliever who gives you strikeouts and throw uh, ranger suarez every game and you could be doing okay so yeah i mean i like them i like them a lot and now i'm remembering why i liked them because for a while there i was like what was i thinking
0: yeah though that april may where he was throwing like uh you know just getting bombed every start that was really rough i know he got dropped in a lot of leagues and then you know somebody picked him up and has benefited pretty much since like mid-june he's been very solid um and then you know after like july on he's been great you know, he made an adjustment to his pitch mix a little bit to where he's throwing the breaking ball a little bit more. He kind of did the same thing in the second half last year. So maybe just, like, somebody just DM him at the beginning of April and be like, hey, remember, you have a breaking ball you get throw, like, 10%, 15% of the time, and, like, it'll help, man. Just, just, just do it. Uh, hello.
1: Maybe- hey, hello, um, <laughs> Ranger Suarez. You may not know me but I know you and your repertoire.
0: (laughs) Please throw your breaking ball 10 to 15% of the time, all the time. I am
1: currently on StatCast, (laughs) and I see something maybe you're
0: missing. (laughs) Stop just throwing fastball, sinker, changeup. We need a strikeout pitch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So let's move on to a guy here. I mean, this is uh, maybe less... More surprising than anybody, in in all of baseball, uh, would be that Johnny Cueto has a sub two six ERA. Gray over seventeen starts this year, he's at one hundred eighteen and two thirds pitch. The strikeout numbers obviously aren't great. He's not. He was never a great strikeout pitcher, and that's just continued to fall as he gets older. But like, is Johnny Cueto a ratio level ace? <laughs> oh
1: man. Yeah, his uh actually because I have him in a NL only league, uh I drafted him before he signed with the White Sox, so I was able to keep him. Anyway, I have him in that league, and I've just been starting him every week. Because in NL only, or AL only, you just start guys every week. It doesn't even matter, like, their matchups. So I've been starting him every week, and I haven't really looked at his uh, his numbers. But now, like, looking at his strikeouts. It's bad. It's so bad. He has a 5.5 K per 9? Is that real? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Oh my God. No wonder why I'm not doing good in the strikeouts. Oh my God, it's awful.
0: Oh, that's on the year, Gray. The second half has been even, even worse, like just, just overall. Um, If you thought that was bad, he's a 302 K per nine second half. 8.4%. That's, um, that's not good, Gray. Not good. No, no,
1: that's, that's pretty bad. Uh, yeah, no, he's, uh... He's fun to watch. <laughs> he's like, uh, he's one of those guys. It's like, uh, he's like an older Nestor Cortez. Like, it's like, you never know what you're getting as a batter, I guess. Like, he's just got, he's got so many looks and he just doesn't, he doesn't throw the ball very hard. Um, yeah. I mean, he has been doing remarkably well. Uh it's kind of crazy like how good his like his ERA has been none of his numbers back that up by the way <laughs> i mean <laughs> none of them really i mean he's got good command so that helps you know if you're able to locate like on the uh outer half of a, of the plate then you know bad contact helps <laughs> it helps uh to induce weak contact so yeah but He doesn't look good when you look at his numbers. (laughs) He's been good, though. He has been good, but he he doesn't look great when you look at his stats.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, when we're talking about, like, Johnny Cueto, his his peripherals have never really matched the numbers when he's good just because there's the deception, he's a control pitcher, and, like, that never really converts over into the peripheral numbers. So enjoy it if you just need the the innings and the ratios but no you're not getting strikeouts out of them um so i mean even in a 10 team league if you have an innings if you have no innings capture start him. that's fine but if you have any kind of innings cap like even as good as he's been it's really hard to throw him yeah. out there with no, no even, strikeouts. If, even
1: as like even as good as he's been like if i were if I were ranking right now for next year, I would still rank him, like, around 120 in starters. <laughs> I would still rank him really late. I mean, you can't count on this. Like, yeah. I wouldn't even count on it for next
0: week, let alone <laughs> next year. But, yeah, he's been good. Yeah, I feel actually feel okay for next week. For the rest of the season, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, the next year part, not so much. Uh, let's talk about a couple of guys who have apparently made a couple of swing changes, Gray, um, and Keston Hura and Alec Baum, uh, two former prospect, top prospects. Keston, obviously, a little bit ago when, when the shine has now worn off of him. Alec Baum, you know, we uh, we at Rasball Ball were maybe in on him as uh, early as last year. Uh, and just not, uh, he wasn't great. But both have made some swing changes. Baum, maybe not for average, but he's hitting for a little bit more power. I mean here is just hitting a whole lot better overall than he was before. Yeah,
1: well uh yeah, Hira here is actually it's kind of interesting. He's such a a huge splits uh righty lefty split guy that like and it's not what you would think as a a righty he can't hit lefties at all. Like his his versus lefties is 176 on the batting average versus righties it's 308. That seems like I don't know if that's a small sample size thing or if that's like uh, you know just a problem that he's always had. Um, well, I guess I could look at yeah, it. he's always
0: he's it. always had that that problem for that. his he's career. Yeah, uh, he's been he's a sub two hundred hitter in his career versus lefties, right. so it's just yeah. it's just something he's never been right. never been great yeah. at. I
1: meant, I meant more future wise, like if that's something that he could fix because you would think as a righty he'd be able to hit lefties at some point. So I wonder if he can, like, correct that. And if he can correct that, he could become, like, his. like you said, like, his overall numbers don't look bad. Like, his strikeouts are really awful still at 42.6% strikeout rate. That is terrible. Um, he needs a 387 Babbitt to produce a 247 average. So that's not great. But, yeah, I mean, 12 homers – in only 146 at bats and five steals i mean he's not he's not great but there's definitely like if you have a daily league where you were able to slot him in when he's actually playing he's probably per game i don't have the player radar open in front of me but i would guess per game he's doing pretty well because i mean in 146 at bats those are good numbers For only for that few of the bats, so yeah, I I don't know. I did uh, I did read about his swing change. He uh, I believe he reduced his giant leg kick. He took out his toe tap and he closed his stance. Uh, But that was only like last week, so I don't know. Like we we can't say if that's fixed everything yet. But yeah, I mean, you know, he did look good on Sunday. He had two homers. So maybe. Uh, Bomb, supposedly flat, uh, upper, he, he changed his swing to uh, more of an upper, uh, uh, upper, uh, whatchamacallit uppercut, more of an uppercut swing. So he's hitting uh, more fly balls, which is good. Good for power. His power's up a little bit. Uh, his average is not tanked. Even though he's hitting more fly balls, because he's still got a somewhat of a line drive swing. So yeah, I mean, he looks he looks better. I wouldn't like I was saying even on Rasball um, in the daily roundup uh, on Monday. I don't know if I'm necessarily gonna go to the point where I'm saying Alec Bauman is gonna be a sleeper next year. But I do. I am. I feel like I am getting roped in again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, great. It's going to happen again and again and again. Um, I mean, at worst case scenario, he's a good bat that's in the top half of the order and hits for a good average. So, like, it's not the worst pick, even if the power doesn't continue after this year. Um, But also, I don't think people are going to be reaching for him thinking of it. So it's probably still a good play just at the value he's going to go for. Um, I'm I'm definitely not gonna be reaching for Alec Baum, but I would take him. He still has use and in, in corner and field is one of those positions that that's that's been a little bit difficult at time this year to fill. So if you can just find a guy who will look for average in the right part of the order, that can be useful. Um, in regards to Tahira, um, I think the swing change hasn't I mean it obviously hasn't made him a different hitter. He's still striking out at thirty percent thirty-six percent K rate, um, but he does have a 292 average here in the second half, and that's with only a BABIP of 273, very small sample size. We're only talking about like a month's worth of the games here, but he is hitting the ball a lot harder. He's gone from like a 92, 93 mile an hour exit velocity to a 96 mile per hour exit velocity here in August, so I do think the swing changes are at least giving him the ability to hit the ball with more authority. If he can get the K-rate under, then maybe we can talk about real changes here. Um, but this could at least get him to the point where the average isn't just tanking everything he's doing uh, that's positive for you. Word. All right, Gray. Uh, we're running up against an hour here. Uh, let's just go ahead and jump into our, our bullpen talk. Um, who you got for the people as they are sagging their way through these la- this last month plus here? Um,
1: well, um the Padres decided that they uh, were idiots. <laughs> it, took them, it took them a month, but they decided they were morons for getting Josh Hader. And they've gone back to uh, Luis Garcia and maybe Nick Martinez. I think actually with Josh Hader, I don't like there was people asking the comments uh, on Monday if they should drop Josh Hader. And I don't know if I would drop him yet in most leagues. I'd probably bench him. Uh, those are people usually asking on Monday are or, or weekly league people. Uh, and in a weekly league, I'd probably bench Hader. In a daily league, it'd probably come down to how deep the league is. I I wouldn't dr- I wouldn't. don't think i drop Josh Hader yet, though. Um, I, I don't know. It's hard, because he is so good when he is good. So maybe if he like figures it out. I don't know. He looks I mean he looked really bad. <laughs> he did not look good. But it's hard. It's it would be hard for me to drop him. Uh it's uh Luis Garcia has been fine though. He should have just probably been been the closer anyway. You know that's a kind of thing actually this was something I was saying on Roswell too like Preller, no matter what Preller does, everyone's like, oh, he's so smart. Oh, God. A.J. Preller, smart. Oh, out-thinking people. But then you see, like, the Padres, and they're, like, barely over 500 since the trade deadline. (laughs) Josh Hader's not good. I don't know what they were thinking with the – I don't know. Like, some of the moves Preller makes, I don't know. Anyway, that's a real baseball – Discussion. Uh, Yeah, so Luis Garcia uh, or Nick Martinez, probably 70 30. Um, And then the Phillies, another team who uh, who made trade deadline moves. David Robertson wasn't, uh, he was brought in to be the closer, but no one told Rob Thompson, the manager. (laughs) So now (laughs) Sir Anthony Hopkins Dominguez is injured, so Robertson should close maybe Thompson will still be like, nah, I kind of like uh, Alvarado or Hand better. So I don't know. We'll see, I guess, on that. Um, the A's, I really don't think the A's actually have a closer. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I don't think anyone is the closer. Like, they went to Austin Pruitt on Sunday uh, for no reason, Real. I mean, they brought in Jimenez, uh, Jackson. They brought in, like, all their uh, – all their guys at one point in that game, none of them were none of them were used as a closer. So I don't think the A's really have a closer, which wouldn't surprise me because like they don't want to pay any more in arbitration. They're just gonna throw people at like the ninth inning and see what happens. Like it, it doesn't matter. They're not looking to win games. Um, and the Rays, on the other hand are looking to win games, but they also, I don't think they have a closer either. I don't
0: know.
1: I don't know. Uh, Maybe, uh, maybe uh, like Fairbanks, maybe Adam, I don't know. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, in Boston, there's Whitlock, uh, who's been good, but he usually, but they Cora seems to throw him for more than one inning, so he doesn't necessarily, he can't go back-to-back games. Whitlock is like, locks probably the best arm there for say and he's he's probably gonna get some saves but he's not gonna go every day like a stereotypical closer and just get like rack up saves
0: yeah yeah I'm with you I think uh I think he will get the the mo- majority of the saves though as they're available um at least until that bullpen gets fully healthy um let's move on to some waivers gray who do you who do you got here for for everybody to pick up or look at uh, for bats,
1: uh, Louie Rangifo, uh, angels, I I, is he healthy? I think he's healthy. Uh, he was, he was batting third hitting. Well, he was hitting better than Otani over the last month, uh, on the 30 day player Raider. Um, bunch of guys who we mentioned earlier, as in the 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 call-ups, like Batty, uh whatchamacallit? Um Garrett Stone. Like there was a few guys earlier that we mentioned that you should be looking to pick up. Uh Sam Haggerty, I think he I think he left the game with an injury on Sunday, but he has been stealing bases. So, you know, you're gonna want to check on his injury. Um Christian Arroyo uh in Boston, he's actually been hitting really well over like the last month, uh, which is kind of surprising. Not not for power though, so I haven't been mentioning him that much because, like, I don't really mention the two for fours with the one run uh, guys. But he has been hitting for average and you know getting on base and uh, you know knocking runs. Blah blah blah. He's been he's been okay for that. Um, and then uh, I think Greg Allen's been stealing bases. <laughs> not 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 great, but he has he has been doing that at least. Um Joey Menez in Washington was hitting well until I made him my uh lead by on Friday. Uh before that he was hitting well though. Um
0: yeah, I don't know. Anyone else you got? Um I guess on the pitching side there's uh Ryan Yarbrough who's pitching like the guy we we hoped that he would have been. Um uh, Jose Suarez has, has been good in his uh, his recent stretch as well. Alex Cobb has finally gotten some of that, you know, positive luck to turn in his direction. Um, Andre Payante keeps going back and forth between rotation and reliever for the Cardinals, but when he's in there, regardless of whether he's starting or relieving, he's done, he's done really well. Um, Graham Ashcroft for the Reds is another one I'm looking at as a streamer. Maybe not at home. Never really like throwing reds at and inside anybody inside the red stadium if you can avoid it. Um, but he's done well. Uh, I think I mentioned Austin Vaughn last week. When since he's made the changeover to starter, he's had really clean uh, starts despite not going deep into games. Um, yeah, that's that's a few names for for the people out there for starters.
1: Yeah, there's also for hitters, if you go to uh on Raspel, if you go to the seven day player rater, and then in the last column there's a uh R percentage, which is roster percentage, how many how how much uh guys are rostered. If you put in a uh lesser than sign and uh fifty, you'll see all the guys who are under uh, 50% rostered, uh, and, you know, that could help uh, people. It's uh, Right now the top five are uh, Evan Longoria, Montero, uh, Rockies, uh, Elirios, Montero, um, Chaz McCormick, Victor Reyes, and Ben Gamal are the top uh, five guys there that are under 50% rostered. So I don't know if those, those names help. Nelson Cruz is up there, too, for the last week. I don't, I, honestly, I don't know. I, you know, it depends on your league. And some leagues, guys are, you know, there's better guys that are available. Like, you know, like people ask, like, oh, what do you think of Vinny Pascatino? It's like, I liked him two months ago. <laughs> of course I still like him. You know, so it depends on your league. Like, Jose Miranda might be available in some leagues. He's been hitting well. So, yeah, it just depends on leagues.
0: Yeah, uh, a few more bats, I guess. Uh, Jake Fraley, it only took, like, two-thirds of the season. Uh, Jake and he's Fraley finally,
1: has been so good. Yeah, Since he, he joined like, the Reds. Yeah, really, since he started hitting leadoff and they moved India the hell out of there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Fraley has been so good in the last, like, week-plus. Um, yeah, he's a good name.
0: Uh, Jake McCarthy, if you're looking for steals, um Greg Jack, Allen
1: uh, Jake, Jake, Jake McCarthy.
0: yeah, <laughs> Jake, not Dick. Oh, McGreg- I thought I said Jake, but yeah he knows. um <laughs> Greg Allen is doing his Billy Hamilton thing if you only need still and bases. Um, and yeah, I think that that's a good good list there, gray. yeah, that point. Yeah. As always, if you have specific questions, you can come post them on the comments on rasball You can find us on Twitter. I am at Rabeon. Gray is of course the at Rasball account. You can come find us on YouTube.com slash Fantasy. You can leave comments in there if you have questions. And uh, until next week, we'll talk to you later. Good luck. Late.
1: I've officially arrived at the gym. That's step one. What's step two? I guess just stand here until an idea for a workout routine comes to me? Or maybe step two is flagging down a trainer to help and- no way. I already spent most of my money on the gym membership. I can probably figure it out myself. Or you could try FitBot. It's an app that builds a workout routine for you based on your goals and fitness level. You can even tell it what equipment you have so you can get a plan that's customized just for you. So FitBot does all the planning for me? I don't have to Google random videos hoping they're right for me. That's right. FitBod actually has exercise demo videos for you too. Plus, a whole year of FitBod costs less than a single session with a trainer. Huh. Maybe I'll finally get more than one workout out of my gym membership this year. Download FitBod today and get a 14-day free trial plus 25% off your subscription when you go to fitbod.me slash getfit. That's fitbod.me slash getfit.